Hello everyone and welcome to the Residency Match Podcast. I'm your host Malka Asad, and in today's episode, I'm excited to have Dr. Jordan Kaplan, who is a PGY4 plastic surgery resident at the Baylor College of Medicine, to share his experience on how to answer residency interview questions. Welcome Jordan to the channel. Malki, how are you? It's good to see you. Um, it's been a pleasure working together in the medical center and I appreciate you having me on today. I would like to start by asking you about a question we commonly encounter during residency interviews, which is tell me about yourself. How do you advise to answer this question? So I think um, when people ask this question, they're really just wanting to know who you are. Um, as you go on the interview trail, you'll see that there are a lot of bright individuals and there are a lot of um, well-accomplished individuals. But when you are looking for a residency program and they're looking for a resident, they want to find out who's going to be a good fit. And so when they ask this question, um, don't overcomplicate it. Let them know who you are as a person, what, what drives you, what motivates you, something interesting about yourself, something from your past, whether it be about maybe accolades in academics or athletics or arts um, or your personal interests or your family. Just um, answer the question as if you're meeting of someone's friend for the first time. Really just open up and let them learn a little bit about who you are. Awesome. Is there any specific aspect you can you should go over, for example, your school, your volunteering, research, hobbies, and how long do you think, I know some people can answer this question in a minute, some people can go over for five minutes. What is the optimal length and the topics you should touch on during that question? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's a good question. Um, for me personally, I, I think that the one thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't use that situation or that question, excuse me, to name um, statistics about yourself test scores, grades, honors lists, those aren't defining personal characters. Really use this time to say who you are as a person, maybe something that they don't necessarily pick up directly from your application or something that um, really defines who you are. So for me, um, in addition to my academics, if someone were to ask uh, to tell me about myself, the things that would resonate close to home would be a lot of my community service efforts, which I had been doing since I was probably in middle school because it was an important thing that my family and I did together. Um, I shared with them about my family and being the oldest of three siblings and honestly telling them sometimes a little bit about my relationship with my brother and my sister in a unique way. Uh, I was an athlete in high school and sports were always a big part of my life. So I shared with them, whether it be acc accolades or interesting stories from my time playing sports and team sports specifically, um, and so I'd really just use it to let them know a little bit about you, something that might lead to an interesting conversation uh, and not something that you think they want you, they want to hear. Yeah, I totally agree with you because so many applicants think that sports or community work is something that you should not mention here or not as relevant. But I think, as you said, the scores are obvious. They can look at the CV and look at that publication, there's a specific section for that. But these things, the, the hobbies, the community work might get lost in the long CV. So it's good to highlight the things to tell about yourself and who you are as a person. Yeah, and I think, I think you make a good point. You know, we're all so concerned with the, with the numbers, but at the end of the day, um, I, in my residency is six years. So when our program is looking for people to bring in, they have to work, the, the individuals that they accept have to fit in well with the other residents and have to work well with the attendings for a long period of time. Uh, a step one score doesn't mean that at all that someone's gonna, gonna fit in well. So really try to stay away from that. Let them look at that on their own if they're really interested in it and really sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone just as if you're trying to get them to know you as a human being, as a person. Because that's that I think is what's most important about the interview. Perfect. Another commonly encountered question is, why did you go into this specialty? And 
there are different characteristics about each specialty. How would you tackle that question and would you change the answer based on the program and what the program stands for? That's a, that's a good question. I think that um, this is a very unique question to the specialty you're in. Um, I can tell you what my answer was for plastic surgery and hopefully maybe that can give some insight. But um, when I was applying for plastic surgery, um, there were things specifically about plastic surgery that set themselves apart from say other surgical specialties. For me, what those things were, were that you're really given a set of tools, if you will. And those tools can be used differently to solve the same problem. And if you ask a plastic surgeon or four different plastic surgeons how to solve one problem, they may have four different, very credible, very um, correct answers. And so that critical thinking aspect was something that I found to be very unique. So I always shared, uh, I always shared that that was something that interested me because the ability to think critically uh, was something that I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life. Um, I also thought that for a lot of these patients, you know, there was a sense of hope when they saw a plastic surgeon. Some of it was about um, reinstilling personal identity. And I think that carrying a self, um, carrying self-confidence and being able to portray yourself as you, as you would like is, is very important for individuals. And so whether it be on a cosmetic basis or reconstructive basis, that was very unique as well. So I think when you sit down and say, why this specialty? Again, really think about what is it that makes you want to spend the rest of your life dedicating yourself to this, whether it be the type of patient interactions, whether it be the type of problem you're solving, whether it be the way that the specific clinical side can relate to your research interests. Um, sit down and just think, what is it that made me at the end of the day choose this specialty? And I'm sure that each of you can, can, can write down some notes to come up with a good answer. You touched on a very important point that you have to make it personal, makes it personal to you because some might look online why somebody would go, for example, into internal medicine or surgery and copy other people's answer, but that would not make it a strong answer as if you make it personal and why you specifically go into that specialty. Yeah, I, I, that, that's, that's very true. And, you know, we get nervous. It, it's, ner it's a very nerve wracking time when you go through these interviews. And there is sometimes a reflex to want to follow someone else's answers who you think may be more well qualified than you. But at the end of the day, um, just remember that they are looking for individuals and each individual is different. So trust yourself, trust what's gotten you to this point and go off of something that you truly feel. And oftentimes if you're having a conversation that's something that you believe in, the conversation is gonna go much better and be more well received than if they think that you're just trying to impress or say the right things. Um, people in medicine, as all of us know, are come from all over the world, different backgrounds, um, different ethnicities, different cultures, different interests. And what's amazing is we all have this common, uh, common interest. Share, with, share what's individualized to you, and I'm sure that there will be people on the other end who receive that well. Yeah, and in these questions, there is no right or wrong. There are different correct answers. And the, at the end of the day, it's what drives you to go into that specialty and how personal your answer is would make it stand out compared to just uh, telling about that specialty in, in general. Exactly, exactly. It takes some time to think about this. You know, I, I used to write notes. I used to sit down and just freehand a couple notes of things that came to mind. Um, and over the course of a couple weeks, you'd have some things written down and you might say, oh, you know what, that actually is a pretty interesting talking point. Um, don't try to force it based off other people. Just give yourself the time to find out what it is that you enjoyed by 
thinking, thinking about it. Let me try that one more time. Um, give yourself the opportunity to come to this realization on your own by taking the time to think about it. Don't try to rush it last minute or find the right answer based on someone else's response. Awesome. Before I go into the next question, do you think it's reasonable to include patient uh, encounters or some cases you went through that specialty that made you go into the specialty? I do. Um, I, I definitely do. I think that if you have an interaction or you have a scenario which either you learned a lot from or was um, resonates strongly with you and you think that this is something that's important to share, then absolutely. Um, what I would what I would personally say to stay away from is uh, if you saw just a case that you thought was interesting, um, that's really, that's nice, but you don't need to share that you've just thought something was interesting to the interviewer because, to, let me try this again. Um, if, you, if you saw something that you thought was very interesting one day, um, that's not necessarily something that needs to be shared with the interviewer because they know that you've spent the time clinically around patients and around the service that you're interested in. But if there's something unique that you either learned something from, or there was a certain challenge that you faced or your team faced or an ethical question, something that was different than just an interesting case, then absolutely this could be a good discussion point. Awesome. Now moving on to another commonly encountered question, which is why this program or why this area? How would you recommend answering that question? Yeah, I, I personally found this question sometimes to be challenging because uh, the reality of it is, is you might know about certain programs, but you probably don't know the specifics about every program that you're interviewing at. Um, what I would say is, is take the time to learn a little bit about the program, see what things may be highlighted on their website, see what things may be highlighted in their research or by their residents. You know, a lot of programs right now are putting out a lot on social media, which I think is one of the benefits to this unfortunate situation we're in with COVID because you have the opportunity to learn a lot about the programs without being there um, and use that to then figure out what it is about your own self-interest that that program can offer you. Um, I think the area, the geographic area, big, you know, if you're interested in a big city, there's no, you can share that. If you're interested in a smaller town, if you have a family yourself and you think that that could fit well, you can always bring those things up. But I would say, use the opportunity to research these programs, see what things, because most programs will have things that they highlight and, um, and figure out what it is about that program that may relate back to something you discussed earlier in the interview. Awesome, and you mentioned a great point that this question is one of the questions that you need to prepare for and learn about the program, because if you just mention things in general, I like research, I like clinical, it might not relate to the program, but you have to look in the website of the program, or as you mentioned, social media now is a, great resource of information and see what of these aspects that they are looking for are already new and you can discuss that that you would fit well within this program what do you absolutely. think of, of this strategy absolutely i i completely agree you know for for my program one of the things that it offers that's very unique is um just the the uh the clinical experience is very vast because we cover so many different hospitals and so many different institutions so that's somewhat unique. There are other programs that offer this, but this was something that I was able to highlight because I did believe that learning from um, a, a wide variety of individuals with different, um, different trainings themselves would be very beneficial to my training. So just, just take the time to, to look into it, use the resources that are available to you, reach out to some of the residents if you're able to do so, um, just to say, hey, you know, I'm, so, I'm Jordan Kaplan, I'm gonna be interviewing at your program. 
Uh, thanks for taking the time to share things with us on social media. Um, what do you like about your program? But, but definitely take the time, do the research and prepare. Awesome. Now moving on to the strength of the applicant or sometimes it's asked, what do you bring onto the program or what sets you apart from other applicants? How do you answer this question in a way that would also not seem arrogant or overconfident? That's a good question. You know, I, I personally believe that um, we, we have the insight to know when we've crossed that line between confidence and arrogance. Um, you've worked hard. You've accomplished a lot to get here. So sharing that with the program is not arrogant. But if you just talk about your accolades versus how the things that are, how your strengths can then help a program, how you can use those to help and build others or contribute, then it becomes, well, now you're focusing on the me instead of the group or the program. So I think using your strengths to highlight how you can contribute to a team, because at the end of the day, that's what you're joining. Uh, I think that that's vitally important. Can you give us examples from your experience or from other applicants' experiences? What could be a strength that somebody could talk about? Yeah, so I know, um, I know for me, when I was applying, you know, I came from a smaller medical school at the time. Um, and I was interviewing with people from very well known, very large institutions. At, and this was somewhat intimidating. But I was able to find that, you know, in my experience in medical school, I had a unique opportunity in that the plastic surgery program had not, um, there was no integrated plastic surgery program. And there had been no medical students who had applied for the, for the residency yet. So I was able to, um, kind of forge my own path. I had great mentors, but I was able to lead the research projects. I was able to lead the interest group. Everything that we were doing was new. So I basically communicated things that might come off as a negative and that it being a new medical school and spun them into positives because I truly believed that I may have had different opportunities that other medical students uh, wouldn't have had at larger, more well-grounded well uh, institutions. Awesome. Is the research experience, for example, or ability to work with different people or team player, hardworking, something you can talk about? Yeah, for sure. I think, I think that the ability to work in a team, both as someone who's being led and as a leader is vitally important. Um, I can tell you as a resident who's now in his fourth year of six, I've been the most junior, I've been the most senior on a team, and I've been in the middle. And being able to serve in all of those roles is vitally important. So if you have experiences, whether it be in academics, family, sports, um, these are the times to share with that. These are the, this is the time to share these because um, residency is really no different. So I, I, think that, I think that that's a very important thing to do. Awesome. Another question that applicants might be asked about is what are your weaknesses or what you'd like to change about yourself? How would you answer that question? And is there any tips on asking that specific question? So when you, when you join residency, I think it's really important for you to realize that you are going to have a lot of self-growth in the years that are upcoming, and you're going to grow a lot as a person. You're going to grow a lot as a clinician. Um, so having some insight to know what areas you might be able to grow the most or that you maybe look forward to growing the most or to learning the most, those can be used as weaknesses. You know, they might not be things that are truly weak about you, but again, it shows the insight to know that you've achieved a lot to get to this point, but there's a lot more growth ahead. 
having the insight to know that you have room for growth is something that I think is very important because what you don't want is you don't want the program to think that we have an individual here that's so confident in, the, in how they've gotten here that they're going to either not be open to learning and growth or not realize how much of that they have ahead. Perfect. What would you answer when you're asked about your goals or where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? And how would you tailor that to different programs? I don't, you know, I don't know if I personally would tailor that to different programs so much as I would, again, think about what interests you, think about your mentors that you've had to this point, think about residents that you've interacted with, think about um, patients that you've seen, and again, spend the time to think with what, I, with what I know now, which I recognize is probably very little compared to what I will know in three, five, 10, 20 years, uh, wh where is it that I see myself in this field? You've, you've spent the time to build some of these experiences. So now really, really look back and use them to your advantage to think where you might wanna be, what things interest you, what type of leadership roles you may wanna have. Do you wanna be a uh, physician scientist? Do you wanna be someone who's a um, you know, clinical workhorse? Do you want to be someone who is an educator? Do you want to be someone who's an administrator? There are so many things within medicine that I've learned about since starting residency. So really think about those you've interacted with, where they are and where you see and where you see yourself. And for a specialty that has fellowship after residency, do you recommend mentioning, if you're interested in a specific fellowship, do you recommend mentioning that you're interested in that specific fellowship or keep it more open? I think that if you're asked where your interests are in a specialty, mentioning those things is, is good because they, it tells them about you, but I would make sure it's all in the delivery. So I would make sure to do it in such a way that you, that you get across the point that yes, in my experiences, I've really enjoyed my work with such and such and such. I could see myself pursuing that, but I also am very excited to uh, join a program who's going to teach me about the breadth of this practice and very and, and very much so open to uh, changes that I'm not even aware of at this point. So I think it's all about the delivery. And some programs have different goals. They, they want to train, for example, leaders of the field or somebody who goes into private practice. Is it wise to tell a program that is training, for example, leaders of the field that I'm going into private practice or somebody or some program who only trains people who don't go into fellowship that I'm trying to pursue this specific fellowship and no, nobody from that program has pursued that fellowship. So I think again, this is, it's all about how you deliver it. I don't think you should be telling anyone that this is exactly what you're gonna do and this is how you're going to do it. Because in my opinion, that, that shows a lack of insight with how much is ahead in your training. But um, if you have personal interests, I wouldn't hide those interests because What's the worst thing that can happen is you potentially go to a program that doesn't offer or foster um, your personal interests. And now the program, um, maybe you're a great worker into the program, it doesn't really matter, but you've now lost it. And I, I think that that kind of segues into an important fact that you're interviewing for residency in the same way that the program's interviewing you. And don't lose sight of the fact that it's, it's got to be a two-way fit. So we're all nervous, we're all anxious, we all want to match, we all want to get to a program that's going to make us happy or a well-regarded um, well program. But at the end of the day, just remember that this is very much so your opportunity to also figure out where you fit best. Um, residency is difficult, but it can be a really great experience if you, get, if you get to a program that's a good fit for you. You touched on an extremely important point, which is 
that you're also looking for the best fit. The programs are looking for their best fit, the best applicants, but you also want to go to a program which will uh, give you the resources to grow your interest. You don't want to go, for example, into a program that can not help you into getting into cardio fellowship if you are only interested in cardiology. So I would emphasize on the point that you want to go somewhere that can give you the resources to grow as a physician, as a surgeon, to achieve your goals. Absolutely, absolutely. Keep that, just, just always keep that in the forefront of your thoughts because you are interviewing because you've earned this opportunity. Yes, there's, there's nerves because we all want to match, but you need to find out what's a good fit for you. And our program director says that to the interviewees every year because it's, it really is important. There, you may be a phenomenal applicant, but if you're not a good fit for our program, then both people lose. So just keep in mind that it's got to be it's got to be a two-way street, and um, don't lie to yourself about what's important. Exactly. Now moving on to my final question. Usually at the end of the interview, the interviewer asks you, "Do you have any questions for us? What do you recommend asking, or what are the themes of questions that an interviewer can ask the interviewer?" So one question that I think is really important is. What is, the, what is the faculty or the resident, depending on who's interviewing, um, what is the feel of the program? How do the residents get along? What's the, um, work, what's, the work, what's the work day like? What is the interactions between residents and faculty? Use this opportunity not to ask the question that you think is gonna get you into the program, because I can pretty much promise you that there's no question that's gonna be asked that faculty's gonna be like, oh my God, they asked the most magnificent questions, they're at the top of our list. Use this opportunity to really find out things that matter to you about the program. And again, by having a good conversation with that faculty, that will probably go further than asking some spect spectacular question. So have questions in mind, um, have thought about these questions before, so that way that they're, they're, they're asked for a specific reason. But again, uh, don't forget that you wanna know as much as you can about this program so you can make an informed decision. This is a great point. And in the beginning, I myself thought that I'm asking smart questions in order to seem uh, stand out by my questions. And one interviewer told me, ask me a question that can help you know, know more about us or rank us high or figure out if this is a good fit for you. So I totally agree with you that this is an opportunity for you to know more about the program rather than to impress them with your questions. Yeah, and, and there's a difference between not being prepared and and at trying to ask the perfect question. So be prepared for sure, um, but ask questions that are genuine and that will allow both people to either learn something about the other person or for you to um, use the answer to that question to figure out how the program fits for your, uh, your future. Awesome. That brings us to the end of our episode today. Jordan, do you have any additional or final thoughts on this topic? No, you know, uh, Malcolm, thank you again for having me. It's been a, it's been a pleasure working together in the Texas Medical Center. Um, I think it's fantastic that you're putting these videos together and I hope that you, know, you get good feedback because I think that this can be helpful. Um, and for all the applicants, just um, prepare. All of you are hardworking and um, I know that you'll prepare well for the interviews, but just don't forget the things that were talked about today in terms of being yourself and staying true to what's important for you because residency is a really challenging time but for me personally, it's also been one of the best times of my life and it can be for you too. So just make sure you're looking for the things that are truly important and you'll be very happy in the years to come. 
Thank you so much, Jordan, for these insightful information. For our listeners, if you got any value from today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving five-star rating to help this podcast. With that said, I'll speak to you on the next episode of the Residency Match Podcast. Peace.